0: Hi, my name is Stephen.
1: Hi, I'm April.
0: This is the 3Pi Squared ABA Business Leaders Podcast, where we discuss topics on how to create and grow an ethical and sustainable ABA practice.
1: Together, Stephen and I owned a seven figure ABA practice that provided both clinic and in room services.
0: 3Pi Squared has helped over 900 ABA practices start up and expand with our comprehensive products and services geared specifically to ABA. Now, let's get to the podcast. Hello, everyone listening uh, or watching. Uh, Today, we are going to be discussing the termination process.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I caught you off guard. It's been a day. It's been a day. Um, Yes, so... You know unfortunately like sometimes we have to let people go um and so we're going to be going through like the process of like we're, of course we're going to touch on the preventative type things like what we can do to prevent it mm-hmm. what we can like what we need to do like once we get to that point and mm-hmm. how to have that difficult conversation uh have that meeting um if it is to the point where we do have to terminate an employee, um, so we're just going to be talking through kind of all of those points leading up to that. And like, so here's our disclaimer: we are not attorneys. Yes, yeah,
0: so I was about to say uh, that we so are great. not
1: HR uh, professionals. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, we will, throughout the presentation today, we'll we'll talk about how um, it's important to reach out to look at the law in your state. Um, to to check for specifics throughout some of the
0: yeah procedures
1: I, and and how to handle certain things mm-hmm. because it's going to depend like if you're a right to work state yeah. or you know so there's some details that will let you know like that you need to kind of look into but we won't right. be able to give you that definitive right. answer. i mean a
0: big one that that i get asked a lot is like somebody's not bringing back the the company property can i hold their last check i don't know the answer to that that that's state dependent many states don't allow you to do that so before holding any money, uh, like at at any point, talk to an attorney and we'll discuss, you know, needing a termination plan when we get into it, but that would be part of your termination plan. Like, what can I do in this situation and how how do I take care of that? So having that plan in place before you have to use it, highly recommend it, Um, yeah yeah
1: so um if you guys have any questions or uh we'll be keeping an eye on comments we're streaming live and i think three three, three. groups yeah. so um if you guys have any um questions or comments or you, anything Feedback. To add, like, like yeah. open discussion absolutely right? um or if anyone has any specific situation of course like you know, with no names, would know, like identifying yeah. information but um uh, or a situation they want to share then um you know yeah we can do some Q and A's throughout or even at the end too. So yeah. So termination process. Um all right so one of the ways of being of like getting to the point of like a preventative thing, right? Like so, you know, how can you what are some things that you can put into place to reduce the likelihood of having to terminate someone in the end um, is building an open working environment. So, you know, you've heard us talk about a lot of these things and we have podcasts for most of them. You can go back and look through, but, um, you know, having those company values and mission statements and having them from the get-go, like having, and, and, you know, not just as words on a poster on the wall but like that you're living these values and mission statements and you're making those decisions based on it and that you're bringing it into your hiring process mm-hmm. and so we talked about this during the the hiring, hiring process program, um but you know just a little reminder bringing that into your hiring process and then building belonging um having that um open well just that open communication you know being a bit able to discuss your concerns, knowing how to complain and provide feedback, um, which we, if you want to know more detail about that too, you can we look back at some of the previous podcasts because we've kind of hit over a good bit of that. I don't want to spend too much time rehashing this um, uh, because I do want to be able to get into like a lot of the details of like the actual meet of what we're working on today, but um, also burnout awareness. Um, you know, that's one of the really uh, big things we've talked about burnout in the field, especially with BCBAs. Um, we're um, getting our RBT panel together, and that's one of the, obviously we've talked to a couple of them that are going to be coming on as part of our panel. That's one of the things they, you know, requested they want to talk about more to burnout awareness. So, um, you know, not only is it working through all of you know these things with the values and the building belonging and knowing how to complain and provide feedback and burnout awareness. All of these pieces, not only as preventative from having to terminate someone, um, but it just builds that like w- great working environment. But especially with burnout awareness, like that's something that could be so pervasive across all of the things. And you could have company values and you can have a great like. Um, atmosphere and great culture within your workplace um and allowing complaining you know like not allowing complain, but you know like having that all these processes mm-hmm. right um but if you're not um tuning into burnout um of your staff of yourself and your staff yeah. um yourself as a business owner um then you may have some really amazing staff members who who start to maybe have difficulties or maybe they they're not showing you know they start to call out more often Mm -hmm. or they're not able to give it their all when they're at work and you know because they're just sober out and so that's a big one to to look into as well so um all right so another way to prevent um Issues that lead to having to terminate um, a staff member is to have policies and procedures. So having clear and understandable policies and procedures um, will help to reduce the majority of issues. Because you know when we know what's expected of us and it's clearly stated, most of most ev- of us, everyone wants to do, do a, a good, good job, job and right? Yeah, and absolutely. right, and so and ha- so having those clear expectations of the job make it easier for your staff to be confident in what they're doing um, that what they're doing is um the right thing is what what you need is you know goes in line with their job description and then the big piece here too is to make sure that we're following the policies and procedures, and we're being consistent and like giving feedback and all of that. So yeah, the more I, you want I mean, to, stay. I think,
0: like over the I don't know how many years of leadership and supervision that I've done, like of staff, not BCBA's. I'm not a BCBA, mm-hmm. but like supervising em- employees, the vast majority of the time, someone is just not understanding the the expectations that their job is requiring yeah. them and or then they think
1: they're doing it oh,
0: exactly yes yes yeah. so they there's think a they're mis- doing yeah, the right thing and so like having clear understanding and awareness of the job like clears up uh the 99 of the time that that's that's resolved right and then you know occasionally you're going to have to come up with an action plan or you know warnings and things like this but um yeah the vast majority if you have those clear policies the expectations of the job and then you know continuously improve so as things change you modify and update the procedures and policies so that they stay up to date because what is almost worse than not having clear expectation is having what you assume is a clear expectation in policies and procedures and it'd be completely wrong, right? Or enough, there's enough difference in what you're doing compared to what the the procedure is that you don't, you're unable to trust the policies 100% um, and, and so you don't know, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: or like... <laughs> we've heard i've heard it from parents Mm -hmm. and i've heard it from people in a supervisory role it's like sometimes if we think that we're we assume we think we're being clear we think we're saying what we need but we're not but we think we are and then um it's like easy to take it personally but uh, and it's like sometimes to get that like oh how do i want to say this like like almost like they're being defiant, you know? And it's like, it's like, well, they know better. They, they know that this is how they're supposed to write their session note. Like they know that, you know, you're, but do they, um, and maybe they do, but, and that's what, then you go through the next steps that that we talk about later. But I, I think it's important not to assume and not to, um, I don't know, put all that, I think like you know, we talk about active, you know, you know, Mm -hmm. like active listening, I think uh, is is talked about a lot, like in leadership and supervisory roles and stuff like that. We don't necessarily say it in that way. When we talk about it, we're talking about more about open communication and allowing and allowing Mm -hmm. mistakes and allow, you know, all that stuff. Right. But I think too, like there's a piece of that that's important of like being able to like repeat back what someone says Mm -hmm. or to ask for clarification or say, you know, especially if it's a really important, you know, heard of the job I mean, which a lot is but you know of course there's high priority things that's very important you know maybe even doing like um bst like build, uh, mm-hmm. behavior skills training or having like a task analysis or a very specific work instruction even with your non-clinical staff absolutely right yep. and like um okay this is the process that you follow and these are the steps and let's mark it off and let me give you feedback maybe collect ioa data on like a non client thing, mm-hmm. like, okay, let's collect IOA data on cancellation rate or I I don't know. Like all the pieces in place to make sure that not only we're communicating clearly, but we're really checking in and we're giving that feedback and we're being consistent. I don't know. It's 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 such a it's it's a thing that we I say we as a whole, as everybody, I think just um, especially when you gotta get in these like grooves of um doing things a certain way and just kind of getting i don't want to say right like it just bit like you're just doing the things a certain way you're just kind of almost an automatic and then it's hard sometimes to um stop and just be in that be in the moment and like this is
0: this is the consistency part of it and following all of the things this is the hard part setting it up that like, it's, it's time-consuming, it can be difficult, maybe a little overwhelming, but then you get to the point where you actually have to do what you say you're gonna do. And, like every company that I have ever worked for, this is the part they struggle with.
1: Cal Medical Billing is comprised of experienced medical billers and coders who specialize in ABA billing. Founded by a team of professionals who have worked as staff billers for multiple agencies, CalMed strives to provide a level of service and communication that feels like your own in house team without the cost and worries that come with having employees. They offer billing and credentialing services with no term contracts and have served ABA clients across multiple states for nearly a decade. Call 213 277 7999 or visit their website at www.calmedbilling.org to set up a free consultation.
0: And then the other part is updating the things so that they, if, you know, things change, um, that you, you change the policies and procedures to match your new behaviors. And so that that part is, this is the, the yeah. ongoing continuous yeah. improvement. It all, like, we all, we're, we're not going to get this at 100%, and that's okay. You know,
1: like, I, 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 I can see it now, you know, like, you're getting frustrated with the staff <laughs> for doing a certain thing, and then we're not doing a certain thing and then you have a conversation with them and then they're like well in the handbook on page seven it says this right. and you're like oh well yeah well that changed like three years right. ago right. <laughs> so yeah. that, that we would don't be want to find when we want to like you know yeah. own up to that and be yeah. like okay let's um let's update, let's work together to update this. (laughs) And that's
0: really a good, like, like, again, you know, when we talk about delegation, right? Like um, this is a good delegation tool. It's a good training tool. Um, I, I like, this is what I would do with new trainees that I was doing. If they were following me or I was training them, their job was to take the work instruction that we were going through and follow me through it. And if I was doing something different than the the, the 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 plan, then they would note it, so that we could then update the plan, so that we were then following it. So like these are great opportunities to learn, and it really uh, solidifies the like, the training because they're like, oh, okay, I see the difference between this and right. this, and I see why we do it this way now. And then you know it just helps. Uh, so. Take it as a as an opportunity to train your staff, because um, it, it can be very helpful. All,
1: All right, and Standard we go to training. training.
0: <laughs> so standardized training is really important, and like you said, like having training for admin staff, having training for tax, having trainings for supervisors. is to be, and then even managers. If so, as as you're growing, if you're bringing in like a chief financial officer or Uh, a director of of, uh, operations, something like this, having some trainings for them, uh, you know, is good. It's a good opportunity. Um, So and then having a clear understanding of what the staff should know uh, and how to gain that knowledge. So it's not just you have to know all these things. Now figure it out. It's okay. You need to know these things and this is where you go to find them. Um, And then uh, have a prioritized list. So the staff understand what they should be focused on. So these are the important things. And we worry Mm -hmm. about these. And then we worry about these down here. Um, And then, like you said, April, like constant feedback, really, um, just so that the staff understand where they need to spend more time um, uh, learning and growing.
1: Yeah. And I think, too, like, you know, this is this this today's topic is not training. This is just hitting on a Mm -hmm. bit of it. Mm -hmm. Um, and maybe this is one we haven't gone into a lot of detail with. Uh, yeah, we, I don't think uh, so. I'm not sure. maybe we can go, we can like go and dive into this a little bit more, but even like, you know, you talk about prioritize lists, but even like timeframes and stuff of like, when you need to get this training done and the fact that training can be ongoing. Right. Right. We're not just talking about like, um, you know,
0: the onboarding gone, process. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. So. We have the training in place. We have the open environment communication. We have the, you know, in feedback, we have the policies and procedures in place. Um, and, and this is kind of like building on that, like consistency and feedback is, um, you know, the performance evaluations. And, and so, you know, we've you've heard us talk um, before about how important it is, how we feel it's important to have that ongoing open communication and checking in on a yep. frequent basis um and so little and often um if feedback is critical and then like um, you've heard i'm sure you've, if you've if you've been with us for a while you have heard us talk about how the six month and year evals like we don't feel like they're very Terrible. um effective um so yeah
0: now with many funders they well require some kind of a competency check or evaluation yeah. of every six months to a year depending on your contract so you're still gonna have right. to do something or just but like, not stop there yeah, like, right like that don't. should not be the the highlight of the performance right and so doing what we recommend is doing it at, at minimum every two weeks to start checking in with everyone uh, this is our form that you can see here. We call it a continuous clarity coaching and conversations, and then we use our values in here. And so we talk to our staff about how your day-to-day work met our company values or not. And if they're not meeting our company values, what is going on and why? Why are they not? And how do we remove those barriers? And so. Like as a leader, my my experience is is my job is um, how do I remove the barriers from my uh, staff so that they can do the job that they want to do, right? Um, and and so that's my job. That's all my job is is removing barriers to so that they can maximize their productivity mm-hmm. and their enjoyment and satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Um, I
1: mean, and two, it's like adding on um, our last talk about um delegation was mm-hmm. that eric air- that i guess i don't that think it's aired yet. It, it probably this week maybe um but we talk about this was right. this would be one of those good things to like delegate as you're as you're growing yeah. right because you're not going to be able to like as like the ceo the owner whatever whatever you call yourself you're as you grow you're not going to really be able to sit down and have these conversations with everybody mm-hmm all you know at such um a frequency you can figure out how to have a conversation with everybody over time Mm -hmm. but as far as like to get these more frequent ones these are the ones that you're going to have to like break down into Mm -hmm. levels and have someone have these conversations um and then if you are um you know pushed for time i think one of the things that's most important is even just hitting on um a value check through email even and then the face-to-face say what do you need what do you need? Um, to perform your job that you don't have? How can I support you? Kind of thing like that um, at minimum, yeah. just to kind of get that conversation. And then one thing that
0: going. we we all like, you know, when we talk about the complaining process or the complaint process or the feedback process, one thing that we would ask for is, okay, you can come to this and, you know, bring all of it, right? But we also want solutions. So bring with every problem that you have, give us something, right? Like, give us some idea on how you think we could resolve it. That may not be the (laughs) way we resolve it. But we should be looking, we should be looking at the solutions, how to remove those barriers, and giving them ownership over it is very helpful. And then just the uh, one last thing. So for building belonging in ABA business leaders, we do have uh, um, a great talk on that, uh, along with diversity and inclusion, and trauma informed uh, um, for staff. So there is that. And then we also do, you know, we walk through the performance evaluation and how to use it. And you also get the template, Mm -hmm. just sales pitch. Uh, Uh so so I just wanted to, just wanted to mention that.
1: All right. So moving on to action plans and warnings. So, um, this is when, you know, you've, you've done all the things, you know, you've done all the things and, um, through these check ins and and you know communication and all of this, um, a staff is not doing something that you need them to do, or they're so they are doing something you want them to stop done. doing, or whatever, right? There's something something's going on now. I feel like it's really important at this point, like to not necessarily look at this as like a negative thing, and I don't even know that I like like calling it like warnings, right? Um, or, you know, even action plans sometimes is like, oh, they're on an action plan. Because I think I don't know, if we can start that communication early enough in the process, then I feel like we could head off small issues that would that could grow into bigger issues, right? Because, you know, then you're not coming in, I don't know, I can't even think of it, an example right now, but then you're not even coming in with this major issue you checking the volume Yep. yeah
0: no i'm just checking to make sure oh gotcha go
1: um anyway so make uh then it doesn't get to the point of such a major issue that you have this whole fire to put out and you have all of this attention that you have to pour into this one situation um and 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 go into this whole big action plan and verbal written warnings like if if you have that open communication and you have and you're doing all the things so if there's like something that needs to be different. I mean, it could be a skill like, oh, we need to, you know, to clean up your prompting process or, you know, or, hey, you know, I've noticed you've been late, you know, 15, 20 minutes late to every session. Um, Instead of it getting to the point of, okay, I'm going to give you a warning because you've been late to, 10 sessions and this is just, this is getting too much. And I, you know, we we can't do this. Mm-hmm. You you know, that it's important to be on time or whatever. But if we have those conversations earlier in the process, Hey, I've noticed you've been 10 or 15 minutes late for the lot, you know, a couple of sessions over the last couple of weeks. What, you know, what's going on is, right. you know, how can I support you? Like do we need to, maybe there's a traffic issue at that time mm-hmm. of day, maybe just need support on time management, you know, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Right. so, so, but if it does get to the point where those conversations aren't enough and you do need to put something more formal in place according to the policies and procedures that you have you know written then you need to make sure that you have these things very explicitly written out like just think of how we do behavior plans with our clients um our patients or clients like it's important to says explicitly like what you're wanting or what you're wanting to increase, what you're wanting to decrease, like looking at the frequency over a certain amount of time, like observable behaviors, like Mm -hmm. very explicit in these plans and then check back in. And I would, you know, depending on what it is, um, you wanna make sure you're checking in frequently, how frequently is gonna depend on what the item is and the action plan. Um, But then if also like moving into verbal and written warnings, if you have those protocols uh, in your handbook, you have a very specific verbal and written warnings like they're already you need to follow them.
0: Absolutely. And so like when you're doing verbal and written warnings, consistency really is key. And then you need when when you're writing these out again, we're not attorneys, we're not HR people talk to your attorneys before you just start randomly doing this right um before you whip up a written warning um but um you you definitely want to put dates and time and then what is the policy that was either um was that that was not followed right and how was it not followed and then what is the remedy right and then you're giving this person and you know like we talk about we talked about this in the the cameras uh, one the client safety one yeah like the Swiss cheese model like so you you put all these things in place hoping that the, that one of the layers will uh, stop it from getting to here right right and so if you are I, like I promise you if you try this it will work if you're doing fee, like the the continuous coaching uh, clarity performance if you're doing that on an ongoing basis consistently uh, creating that open environment the va- like the vast 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 majority of these issues will be eliminated and you won't get to these action plans because they're going to know what's expected of them they're going <laughs> to understand the values of the company they're going to be able to come to you with their concerns and problems and then you should be able to head that off Way in advance of anything like this happening. Now, again, you're gonna there are gonna be some cases. Just it's not gonna. They're not the right fit. They're just not the right fit, right? This isn't the right company for them. This isn't the right job for them. Who knows? Uh, Like they could be having real issues at home or their health. Who knows, right? And so it's just not gonna work out. But you definitely want it to be consistent. And then uh, the other thing on this, and again, not not attorneys here, but you don't want to be you don't want to make it seem like you're picking on one individual. Right. So like if some, playing favorites, right? Man. So, if, if someone is not like if 90% of the staff is not following that policy and that they can prove that um, and then you're writing someone up or maybe even terminating them for not following that policy, you can wind up getting into some trouble there. It's going to so that's just something to be aware of. Like w- our policies need to match our behaviors. Behaviors need to match our policies and we need to uh, use them consistently and, and and then we need to bring in that accountability uh, so that everyone's doing what they're supposed to be doing, clear expectations, right? And so that's, that's what we're talking about.
1: At Element RCM, our vision is a childhood for every child and our mission is to strengthen all who improve the lives of children. How do we do that? Through our billing and insurance expertise that we've gained with our founding team's 20-plus years of expertise in the ABA field. We have a singular value proposition to improve your cash collection rate and velocity. We understand you because we've lived it. It's hard to battle with insurance companies. At Element, we work with all size providers from single BCBA startups to multi-state large organizations. What's our advantage? We're a billing and insurance company built by ABA owners for ABA owners. Make more money, gain more time, worry less. We help you with your core ABA business so you can do what you love. Find us online at www.elementrcm.ai. Yeah. And I too like to add on to like the coaching, the regular coaching Mm -hmm. process or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I think it also helps us as owners and leaders and the leaders within the company. It helps to hold us accountable too, because we like, we know these things are going to come up. Like we almost, it like almost keeps, it just holds us accountable. It like, it, it holds that space for us to bring stuff up because like think about like you're busy there's a lot going on you're having to pick your battles and like you know and then maybe this one staff over here is just in this little thing Mm -hmm. there's this little thing and you keep kind of overlooking it until then you can't overlook it it anymore and it becomes a big problem And then, like, it's your responsibility. Yeah. Like, it's it's on your shoulders. You didn't communicate. But maybe at this point, it's gone too far. Right. And there's not really a lot that you can do about it. And so, you have to terminate. And so, like, learning from those examples. Because I know, like, that's something that I learned. Like, right. you know, starting the business in those first few years and trying to figure out the balance of, like, over, what is that, micromanaging yeah. versus, like, right guiding and 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 the big piece of that is that, that that we've said a million times today but that clear communication and the follow-through and consistency and so yeah yep all right so and for so okay so even like looking what as you're building your company or if you don't already have this planning for the termination knowing that it's gonna it's gonna happen right and so you should have a termination plan in your handbook guidebook or whatever for your employees because even as they come in on day one of being a new hire you want them to know you want everyone to know what the process is like Mm -hmm. it's just a transparency thing of what um what is a termination plan? And so, um, you know, part of that is a list of causes for immediate termination. And this is another thing where you would want to look into an yes. attorney. But
0: now, this list is not all encompassing. Obviously, there could be some crazy wild stuff that happens. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you're not going to have this list of all the things. But obviously, like abuse, fraud, right, like things like this would be on that list, coming to work drunk or, you know, like there, there's going to be, you know, um, uh, like uh, fighting with staff member, like physical uh, altercation, like the, these things are like super obvious. Right. Like, so you're going to have those things that are like, like, this is absolutely not going to happen here. Right. And so you'll have that list of immediate termination. So everybody knows this right. stuff happens, you're gone. And they um, use that like yeah.
1: legal language
0: of like, yes, the, but this, this is not this is not a just, yes, all encompassing yeah. list. Um, and then we need something for return of company property. Um, now this is where, well, they're not returning their computer or their phone or their iPad. I'm going to hold their, their final check until I get it. Or I'm going to take that off their final check. Cause they're not giving it back like that. Like the vast majority of States do not allow this. So make sure you understand what you have to do. Many there are some states that require you give them their last check on termination day. So again, you want to make sure that you understand how that works. Uh, I will tell you when we've run into that situation, you know, we talk about this device management, you need to remote wipe these things. Right. And so you need to lock them down. Remote wipe them is great, great thing to do. And then if, if they're not responding to you, mail them a certified letter and say look with this you're in violation of HIPAA you are no longer an employee you have company property uh, if you do not return this device on X day we'll have no choice but to um, report you to the to local authorities right mm-hmm. and and I will tell you that has always worked that's, that, always, that, that, right. that's yeah. always worked right that's a little scary even even me said I feel a little uncomfortable sending that so like um but you gotta do you have to do it, right? You need those devices back. Especially if you're like, well, I mean, if you have an office space at all and uh you're you're gonna terminate them in the office, obviously, then you need some plan for removing this person from the office if they're not voluntarily leaving the office. So some kind of game plan. And now will it work perfectly? <laughs> I don't know. But like at least having some expectation that, okay, this this is a possibility and I need to be aware of that. Um,
1: All right. And we'll talk about it. I think one of the next slides, but also part of that, um, you know, termination plan should include like you don't want to be alone. Yes. You know, you want to have a witness in the room, but then you also don't want to be alone in the office by yourself. I mean, and I say that because. You know, I, I I'm sure there's a lot of other fields like this too. But I know that like so many um, companies that you consult with, like have, um, you know, they're like super small businesses, or maybe they just have an office for the sake of having an office mm-hmm. outside, you know, or um, they, ha- you know. Some some are clinics, you know, yep. but then I'm like really kind of thinking about these in home kind of services that maybe they don't even have an office. Right. I mean in some of home these and these days we might, you know, some of this might be done um, you know, via like virtual.
0: It depends on your comfort level. I, it really does. Yep. I mean,
1: I, I it would be best to have these face to face as possible. But if it's if that's not a normal setup within your company that you don't have face to face meetings right. uh, on the regular, then um you know again it does
0: it it does depend on what is going on so like an example of this is you know we we there was a situation with one of our customers where this person just went on a tirade right and they they were cursing at people at the office and and then they went on to the messenger system and started telling people that they were awful and 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 cursing out the owners of the company Yeah, that person doesn't need a face to face interview, in my opinion. Right. Like that that, that's that's not you don't have to. Right. And so you may not want to if it's elevated to that level you may not be comfortable doing that. And a phone call right. may be sufficient, right? right. And so well, and
1: that's what I'm saying too, like not being the only person. right? Because even if that person has to then come to the office to return the items, right? right, right. Just like be, think safety, you know, just yeah. think safety. And then, you know, um, you know, at, the, at minimum have some kind of buddy system and have these plans. Because mm-hmm. you have to plan. I mean, that's what plans are for, right? Mm-hmm. You're planning for like worst case scenario, right? And so you have, and, and things are going to happen that you, never thought in the right. world would ever happen right. and then you're gonna plan for some things that never happened never and you're happened. like wow i had yeah. this plan it never happened but this wild thing happened yeah. but and but then, still like just having just mm-hmm. you know thinking through like these different things that that could occur and and at least having a basic um plan for what you would need to be right. able to follow this
0: and then the other thing is like if at, like if you are the only person right um uh, then you know this is where an hr person would come in and even if it's just over the phone admit, yes. like, and like again not ideal but like having again having them over the phone listening to the conversation um if if things start to go awry they can be kind of your backup especially if you're new to this stuff um they can maybe interject and you know kind of steer the conversation de-escalate the issues Mm -hmm. they're probably not going to have the same personal feelings and emotions involved in this right hr people are typically you know kind of chill and and, if you
1: can get late you can um you know similar to like getting like a, a legal yes um advisor or like you can get like an HR yeah. um console yeah. and and we used one yeah. for first yeah, we've great. used a couple over yeah. the years um especially as we were learning mm-hmm. um and and they were very helpful
0: and so then we also need a termination letter right so you want to have this again in your plan already built. Um, and then you're just going to bring in those written and verbal warnings and the action plan and all the dates and what they did and, you know, how, how you gave them opportunities and all that stuff. Uh, and then in there as well, you just need to let them know again, we're not attorneys, uh, but you, you're going to need to know, do they have 401k? How do they get it out? Like, do they uh, qualify for unemployment? What what happens to their vacation time or, you know, things like this, any benefits that they may have? How do they gain access to them? What what's going to happen with those things? All of that stuff. Right. So they need to be informed of that. Um, and then having a termination checklist, highly recommend. So this is. I've gone through every step and I've done everything that I needed to do, and and, and we're good, right? So having that termination checklist and just simplify things, uh, and make for, it much easier
1: for both sides, for yes. the staff side and for yep. the,
0: the person that's being Now, like normally on that termination letter, you'll have a signature uh, spot. We've been part of it where they throw the pet at our face, so like it's like get like it, it's possible that you're not gonna get that signature, uh, and so. You know it is
1: what it is uh anytime that you do that then i've just always written like a little cause, yes. and like that's one of the things that like any attorney that we've worked for or any worked part that worked, worked with, with like worked with sorry yeah. um like that's one of the biggest things i've learned is like always like make just notes. Write, write right right you know down. make notes and so like you can just the the, you know yeah. and then yeah. you know yeah. in case you're asked later you have yeah. the details yeah. all right so the actual termination okay So it's come down to needing to have that meeting. Um, It's you know you've you've done all the things, um, or it's like one of those very um,
0: flat out media termination termination
1: things, right? Um, You know, or you found that this person is just not uh, a good fit. And um, so yeah, so like we said earlier guess we kind of covered a lot of this, but face to face meeting if possible, and that could mean face to face, like virtual mm-hmm. meeting.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Especially these days, that seems to be probably just as appropriate in a lot of in a lot of settings. Um, don't do it alone. Uh, it, and then you know you want to plan for an emotional response. So there are going to be like a very wide range of issues of why you're going to terminate someone. It could be you're downsizing yeah it could be that um you know you've yeah downsizing could include a lot of different reasons but then it could be that this person's not a good fit for for your company or for the job that you hired them to do Mm -hmm. um it could be that you've you know worked through an action plan and verbal warnings and all of that and it's just still not working out or it could be like they did a this thing that resulted in immediate termination on the spot right clients who partner with erica's billing services maximize their reimbursements while increasing overall profitability our team of experts is experienced in all areas of aba billing and can help your office whether you're an existing practice or a new startup we bill claims to the insurance company for services of aba speech therapy and occupational therapy we submit authorization for initial assessments ongoing treatment and routine visits We like to help ease this burden on providers by offering benefit checks. We call to follow up on claims that are not paid, denied, or stuck in processing after 30 days to make sure these claims are worked until they are paid. We provide account receivable reports to help show providers exactly where their financials and claims stand each month. Find out more at ericasbillingservices.com but even those who and you would kind of expect those to be a lot more emotional you know but even those who maybe you don't think is going to be emotional <laughs> yeah. um just yeah, it's, plan it's
0: just for surprising it, you know plan it, it really is surprising yeah. and
1: i don't want to be i don't want to be disrespectful to anyone who i've been on the other side of the table with with any of these conversations um but it's hard, you know, even if this person, even if you're like, you're ready to see this person go because it's, it's caused a lot of, a lot of extra work, a lot of turmoil stress in your company and, yeah. and stress or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, It's still, you know, this it's is hard. a tough thing. And I just want to, I just want to put like that realness here that, you know, that it's, it's, it's hard to have that conversation. It's hard to be the person. Um, and especially like a lot of us in the helping field and, you know, we've, we've done all the things and we've really tried to make this work and it's not working. Um, but it, it's really important to not get into conversation during this meeting. You lost your chance for that conversation. Right. Right. Um, that's what all of the previous stuff we talked about. Yes. That's when time for conversation and working through it and all. So it's kind of like, um, I don't know. I'm trying. i like uh, filtering myself here, but I'm not like, it's like a bad breakup sometimes, like a breakup, right? Like you're not working for me, you know, like, yep. like peel the bandaid off quick and be done. Right. So, so state it, you know, um, your employment yep. with us is effective yep. immediately yep. or effective terminated on this immediate. day, yep. you know, mm-hmm. um, employment terminated. And uh, due to X, blank, y, d- a quick, brief, simple and, you know, statement Here's your paperwork. And so there again, you're preparing for emotional response. You're having, you know, a lot of times if in person I would have Kleenex, I'd have a bottle of water, you know, I'd have that ready. But then I would also, you know, come into this like grounded. Yes. And come into this that, like, I'm not taking this personally. This is not about, you know, me. Um, and, you know, no matter they're going to have, potentially have some big feelings. Or they may say some things to me that aren't so nice. Um, and, but I'm, you know, I'm grounded. You know, do whatever trick it is that you do. For me, it's like, my roots are like, you know, my feet are roots into this ground. And, you know got the energy there and I'm sturdy and I, you know, confident. Um, but just being ready to restate your statement. Oh, and I was going into the whole, um, the emotional piece. So, so it's emotional, right? Um, nervous systems activated, uh, they're hearing, Oh, I'm fired. Oh crap. Right. Oh no. Um, You're gonna tell them, yeah, probably it. That's probably it. But but then you're gonna tell them like, oh, you have Cobra, you have blah blah. You have here's what I need from you. The likelihood of them hearing that and processing that and taking that with them is is like very low Mm -hmm. so make sure you have all of the like a packet all the paperwork that they need that states everything that you said so your termination letter is going to say what it is that you just said to them in person short sweet to the Mm -hmm. point um it may have
0: and you can say i appreciate it if you could sign this right and And it
1: may have the examples and stuff that you Mm -hmm. need and you don't need to go into that because that's really that information is just stuff that you've already gone over them with like in previous meetings Is how it should be. And then, you know, you go and you, and please sign this. And then, you know, you'll find your information about, you know, and you can tell them the information that you need to just make sure it's also in writing that you're handing to them. This is where the checklist is also, you know, you give them a copy of the checklist and and, and even timelines for what needs to happen or how to do certain things like that. You give them all of that in writing. Um, But then, you know, you, you give them space. Sometimes you need to give them a moment to just kind of sit and process their feelings right there in front of you. Sometimes it's, you know, they may be kind of in shock or sometimes they might break down and cry or sometimes they're, they might be not just emotionally shocked, but like, wow, I didn't see this coming. Right. Right. Or it could be that, they they're like oh i know my mom's been sick and blah 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 and they tell you all this information that you heard for the first time and right. you're gonna be you know you're gonna validate their feelings but still you're
0: yes yeah. i mean the other terminated. scenario might be well, well come on give me one more chance i'll, I'll yeah. do this and i'll do that and like i i hear you but this is not not up for discussion as of today you are terminated right so you and you're just keep repeating that yeah. yeah. you're keeping it simple you're you're like um, almost like just a flat affect, right? We're not we're not getting elevated, at least we're not right, trying to grounded, stay grounded, yeah, yeah. Stay chill and then just saying, Yeah, no, that we're not discussing this. Here's what we are discussing, turn that conversation back around. Um, and then yeah, giving them the information that they need, right? And then
1: you want it to be quick as possible you don't yep. want to rush it. But you want it to be like precise to the point. You tell them what they need. You give them that minute as appropriate to the situation. And then you walk them out the door, you know, Uh, and then you like remind them of their last steps or whatever. Um, But you don't get into conversation and explanations and all of that. There's a lot of reasons why you want to do that. You just want to keep it. You just want to restate your statement. Um, and you know, if you like meditate and ground before it and you like, you set your intention, maybe even during that time, like figuring out that statement that you're just going to repeat over and over, you know, in a way of, you know, I, I hear that you're upset, however, as of today and sometimes, you know, your, your position here, this is your last day, your, you know, your term, you know, you're terminated as of this time or your, whatever term, language yeah, whatever you use, language but you want is. it to be mm-hmm. very. Um, direct and very like you don't want there to be guesswork, right? right? You don't want it to be like, oh, sorry, are you firing me? Yeah. Like yeah. you want it to be very like your 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 job is terminate, you know, this is your last day working with X company. Um and uh I need you to turn in your your badge or your keys or your whatever and so um making it very clear and you may have to repeat it multiple times there again Mm -hmm. like you're preparing for that emotional like response and not and by emotional response i'm not meaning like everybody's gonna be like
0: crying in tears
1: crazy and throwing stuff and like but it's a, it's going to be an intense moment for most people in in that situation. So, and that's the last, is that the
0: terminating access is another. Oh
1: yeah. Well, we kind of hit on that, but I think it's important. Well, I mean, terminating
0: access is like, again, having that checklist. So, you know, what practice management software do we have, you know, removing access, their email calendars, contacts, right? Like, uh all like of that door all, code door, yeah, and that's so, when you
1: know yeah. just side note here for for our company we did have like uh keypads for pin, our doors versus pad. keys yes. um Super so that we could just shut, shut off, off their pin yep. otherwise it, like if you do have a keyed access um, you might need to look at changing your locks. And yeah. I know sometimes, depending on, like, if you're renting, you have to yeah. go through the owner to thing. ask to change the locks yeah. and think, and it could be expensive. Yeah. Um, so, But that is something, too. If they do have access to being able to enter the building, you want to, you know, make sure that's mm-hmm. cut off. Mm-hmm. And then along with all the devices. Yeah. Um, and that's yeah. another, like, here's another reason why, um, you know, we talk about bringing your own device is not a great idea a great because, idea. Yeah. you know
0: you just have less control have less control over that yeah yeah.
1: uh yes so in this whole entire process of course you want to report any legal or ethical concerns to the appropriate authorities as within the time frame that is specified by your state county city you know like we're not governing body body. like we're not gonna like we're not saying it you know at this moment that oh um back in March, something happened that we were concerned about. We were kind of watching it, and then now in May we're firing them, and now we're going to report it. No, if there was an issue that was reportable, you 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 should do it back in March, even if you choose for that situation to continue working with this person for whatever reason, you still should report everything. But definitely, if the termination, you know, which a lot of times it like. There's a lot of instances that the termination is is like an immediate termination as a result of, of something of like
0: this. Things. Yes. So uh, you definitely want to report it again. Talk to your attorney. Right. Uh, talk to your professional liability insurance. Many of them have attorneys on, on, on as part of their staff. So reaching out to them and saying, OK, what do we do here? Right. right. Um, and so we just want to make sure that we're reporting anything that needs to be reported. So. Uh, this person can't go somewhere else and then do the same thing. Right. So uh, that, that is an important step. Um, um, Yeah. So,
1: and for those of you who are listening, um, where you were looking at criminal, ethical, fraudulent, malpractice malpractice are the big
0: ones. Right. So,
1: yeah. So we kind of, we already talked about this really, like,
0: Oh well, no, this oh, is, no, why, this is different.
1: Know. Oh, I was. Just, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're no, right. No. So this is like okay. So you've terminated somebody. Uh, what do you tell the staff and the clients, right? Because you know you have the you know, the parent calls up and it's like uh, so you know especially if it's like a media thing, right? Yeah. Okay, well Sally's not gonna. Uh, we're gonna have to cancel your child's session for the next week. Um, Sally is no longer working with us. Um, and then the questions, right? And so like. Keeping those uh, explanations talk attorney, simple, talk like, to an attorney for What certain. do they say?
0: What, what can I say? What can I not say? Typically, you're not going to say much unless you have to provide the details nice. because of, you know, the abuse or fraud or whatever. You There may be some instances where you have to say something. Um, but then uh, I get that legal guidance to figure that out. Uh, But keeping it simple, you know, we can't get into the details. They're they're no longer with the company. I I wouldn't even uh, mention that it was we fired them. I would not even say they're They're just no no longer longer with the company. Uh, They can come to their own conclusion um, and then have uh, that. I would highly recommend before making that call that you have a plan in place. So. Yeah, Sally's no longer with us, but temporarily uh, Ben is going to come in and take over this case and we're planning on doing it this day. I mean, if you
1: can, but but please don't wait until you have a plan to talk to the parent because um, in a lot of situations for myself, I was like holding off on that call Mm -hmm. while I was getting a plan together. Mm -hmm. But then um, if it was taking me too long to get the plan together, I mean, the parents are, you know, they're sitting there coming up with all these stories in their mind. so. So I I've kind of gotten to the point where I would just let them know, hey, I'm working on a plan. Right. I will get back to you in 48 hours right. and let or X amount of time to let you know where we are in the process right. of working towards right. that plan. Right. Um, but yeah, I did so want to, like, you know, because the more you communicate directly, the the like kind of you can kind of keep everything uh, a little bit uh, calmer.
0: Sure, I, I would think though, like knowing that you're gonna terminate. Like so, you have some kind of okay. like again in some if cases. If you, you have
1: be- a, if you have that, yes. I mean, obviously, if something someone's not working out, you've done your action plan, you've done your warnings, and it's like come down to the fact of okay, like if if they're not doing X Y Z with by May thirty first, then I have no.
0: Yeah. So like typically what thing. I so I
1: I, I, I I know that's still two weeks out, so I'm gonna go ahead and yes, have yes,
0: exactly. Advice. So when when that action plan the the you know, we've got multiple written or verbal warnings now, that's when, okay, what's my plan B here, right? If this isn't working out, because it obviously hasn't worked out yet. Uh, So just having in the back of your head, okay, well, we can shift around these hours and do this temporarily while we bring well, and then we're okay, we're on Indeed now. And we're looking for staff, right? Like, like, so these things get these things in place as, as quickly as you can, so that there is some kind of a plan. Let's not talk about while we want continuity of care and that's super important and all that stuff just for the revenue and the financial stability of your practice you really should have this in place anyway right (laughs) so having like a a place where you can find employees which i know is very difficult but like having that system already in place so that you can just push it out and and get that process going highly recommend right um but yeah that that's really it in a nutshell uh, obviously, this doesn't cover everything, um, but this should get you going in the right place. Uh, we cover this and many, 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 many more topics in our ABA Business Leaders membership. Um, and if you need that support, we also have one-on-one consulting. You know, you can talk to either April or myself uh, if you if you need that um, help. Um, but yeah, that's really yeah.
1: And, and then uh, I'm going to be doing a, another values, a base leadership course coming up. I've said that a couple of times now, um, but while you wait for that, if you want like individualized coaching, you can yeah, reach out reach to out. me too for that. And yep. I can always help with help you with where you are in that process. Um, but, you know, if you guys have any other questions about the termination process or even the steps leading up to that of like, you know, the prevention, preventative steps or you have a situation or a question question or you know that we didn't cover um yeah just reach out to us and yeah
0: or and if you have any know, feedback yeah. or things that we should have added to this please 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 comment and let us know like what we missed because uh, this benefits everybody in the groups so uh including ourselves so you know it, the more information we all have the better we can do so we would appreciate any feedback that you have um, but yeah, so that's it. Have a wonderful day and we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Hopefully it was helpful. If you would like to gain access to this entire video and actually our entire library of videos, please join our ABA Business Leaders membership. You can find that at www3 pysquarecom